Welcome everyone to the First 30 Podcast, where we play the first 30 minutes of a game to find out if it's worth your time, money, and energy. Today, we're taking a look at Poppy Playtime from Mob Games. Thank you for listening to the First 30 Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Callahan, and alongside me are the spooky dolls that no thrift store will accept, Tim Harris. Hello. And David Marino. I like that one actually. That was that was good. <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd like that. <laughs> it would be an honor to be that doll. <laughs> the, to be that spooky doll that no thrift store would ever want. Yeah, you just bounce you bounce from house to house causing demonic possession. That'd be great. Like Chucky? Like what okay, if you had to be a doll that was like evil, what would you be? What, like what type an of evil doll? An evil doll? Yeah, like like are uh, you like a Barbie? Are you like a like a rag doll? No, I definitely What's that? What's that? I definitely one? Oh, not not a haunted evil doll, just like a doll. You could be a okay. doll, but it would be haunted and evil. Like oh, it would be a haunted evil doll. Does like, it be a real doll? Uh, no, I mean if you have like a specific Fake? type. I I well, I guess I wouldn't necessarily want to be, but the the evil <laughs> doll from uh, Resident Evil Village, top tier evil doll. Oh, that, okay. that yep, is a yep. good one. That's a good yeah. one. Top tier. I do like that um, if, one. if I if I had to be the evil doll though, um. It's tough. It's yeah, tough. I, I guess I guess I'd want to be like um, like a Chucky type. Not necessarily like be Chucky, but like a Chucky type doll where it's like a nice soft plush body, but it's got like that plastic squishy head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to have a uh, like a Mickey Mouse doll that was exactly like that plushy button up overalls and like stuff you could do on it, and it had like a squishy uh, plastic head. Terrifying. Very nice. <laughs> what would you be, Tim? <laughs> Uh, I would like to be if I I thought I was choosing a specific haunted doll, but uh, if I'm going with something for myself, uh, I would probably choose something a little bit unsuspecting. So I would get like a nice little chibi like behemoth from Final Fantasy, right? <laughs> and it would be all cute looking, but also a behemoth, and it would be super haunted and demonic, and that would be great. All right, fair enough. I want to yes. be super obvious with mine. Like I have a I have a creeper like uh stuffed animal thing that's in my background and I totally want to be that. But like it's going to be so like it, it couldn't be the creeper Minecraft doll that's haunted. Of course not, but obviously it is because fuck creepers, but they're so lovable <laughs> at the same time because they're I guess they're iconic. You should just you you know they just want a hug, you know. They're always yeah. coming in for a hug and then they it is. you should be like a like not necessarily like a scary, but like a a cartoon horror body pillow and you just like flop around while you're chasing people <laughs> oh my god an anime waifu pillow <laughs> yeah oh, it, like it, the, it doesn't move like the face doesn't move or anything it just like bends and flops around as oh, it's yeah, like yeah. chasing nothing, you down the hallway nothing changes outside of the fact that it's just like a haunted pillow and like <clears throat> it doesn't even the mouth doesn't even move when it speaks to you it just yeah. like it's just the pillow <laughs> hilarious i'm in but we're not here to talk about haunted dolls i mean i guess technically actually yeah we are but technically we are yeah, yeah. technically we are but uh we're actually gonna uh talk about poppy playtime uh and i guess we're, we're gonna start off with the story of what we know so far because uh we did something a little bit different in this episode usually we you know we have like a first 30 obviously but this is the first chapter of what would be many i don't know how many chapters they don't think they have listed yeah they're many. not saying how many they're like got planned but i mean if it's anything like games before it such as like bendy and the ink machine my guess is it's at least five chapters um i would hope uh just to kind of get like a full game experience even still like Ch bendy still did feel kind of short for you know 
five, just five chapters. Um, but yeah, so we did a little bit different. So we played the entire first playthrough. So if you want to watch that, go to our, uh, our YouTube channel, The Chestery. Uh, you can find it over there. Uh, and you can watch all our spectacular content over there. And give it a subscribe because you know what? You love us. You love us, right? Right. And there'll be more. And there will be more. There oh, will be more. We have a we get oh, so much, so much content coming. Uh, but let's break down the story a little bit uh, of what we know so far. Tim, you're you're the story guy. Uh, tell us tell us what's going on. All right, allow me to dive in here. So basically, I don't know if you are some type of investigator or someone who has some type of like background that involves maybe someone that worked for this company but there's this company that manufactures toys and does child care i guess based on what <laughs> the guy was saying and all of the employees went missing 10 years ago Ooh. and no one knows what happened and you are in this building for some reason i don't know if you're trying to find out what happened it doesn't, it's not really super clear what you're there for, but you did get that note. So, um, something's going on inside this building and it appears to be haunted by some kind of evil huggy doll. <laughs> yeah, it's either huggy, and well, here's the thing, like, it's called Poppy Playhouse. And Poppy's right. like the main... Time. Oh, play, play time. I keep calling it Playhouse. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the 15th time I've called it Playhouse. I don't know why. It's built because Poppy Playhouse. It would make more sense to me. I don't know. Anyways, Poppy Playtime. And Poppy's actually uh, like this kind of Annabelle looking doll, for lack of a better right. term. Uh, but like the really big bad is actually this uh, like stuffed animal uh, called Huggy, who is like 12 feet tall for some reason. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. And he's got like um, exacto blade teeth. Yeah, he's freaking terrifying. I mean, I guess, again, I, I'm going to bring it up because it's the only comparison I have. It's, it's a lot like the Bendy uh, monster with the, like, the, you know, when the, the drawing version of him with all the ink on him and he's got, like, the big teeth. Uh, he also kind of does that, too. So. <laughs> I actually have a better comparison, but neither of you have played the game. What is it? Hello, puppets. No, I've not played that one. I don't know what that is yet. It's really good. Is it something we should play for a spooktacular question mark? Oh. I wish we could, but it's VR and we don't know how to record and stream that Never at the same mind. time. mind. <laughs> we can't do that yet. We, eventually we'll do VR. I, I, I have it in the docket to somehow figure out how to do VR properly yeah. where we can actually There's a, like. There's a bit of a technical hitch with it right now, but yes. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so yeah, the story is, you know, just that. Like it's got all these real creepy dolls and such, but I will say the one thing this this game kind of has down is the atmosphere. I think it's like it's just creepy enough. Like if you're going into a an abandoned toy factory where it's kind of still kind of like I don't know how to explain it. I guess that little Five Nights at Freddy vibe where it's like, you know, it's supposed to be kind of kiddish but then, you know, it's also terrifying at the same time. I think they nailed the or hit the nail on the head there. Yeah, 100%. Like, uh, this game, contrary to what David has to say about this, is absolutely fucking terrifying, especially if you're a person who does not like dolls. dolls? <laughs> <laughs> um, it is absolutely fucking terrifying, especially if you have that particular type of fear. David obviously does not, but 
Um, yeah, that is absolutely chilling to me. And then you mix it with like the dark atmosphere and the fact that there's all these missing people and Poppy's clearly fucking behind it and use their blood to make her little doorway. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Oh, the the Poppy. There's okay. So at the very end, there's like a, a flower like made that you know to look like a poppy in in the factory so tim believes that that's that that's made out of blood hmm. the blood of so. the workers mm-hmm. yeah the blood and of the, the innocent and the children we're haunting yeah. all the dolls oh is that what it is okay. yeah yeah <laughs> well let's, let's kind of think like look through some of the toys there because they had a kind of a, a few and i have a feeling that each chapter is kind of be semi based off of a different toy or is going to have like a different vibe or something like that because we only got to see a handful of toys but they um but they really do focus on a couple of them like that dinosaur what was his name bron or something like that bronte or bron. yeah, yeah. Bron. Bron. bron the brontosaurus yeah bron the brontosaurus like he he's i have a feeling we're gonna see more of him we had that like cat the yeah. chihuahua thing um we keep seeing the uh, robot, the green robot guy. Oh yeah. The little green robot. Um, I, so like, I'm really excited to see kind of like more toys. Uh, the only one that we truly really got to, to, to see is Huggy and by far the most terrifying as, as I expect, because like he's supposed to be lovable and lanky and he's almost like a Gumby type, but imagine with like super sharp razor blade teeth. So you know, it's exactly what you want to get your children It reminds me a little bit of those um, uh, sock monkey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Little, has, yeah. He has, like, the long, the long noodly arms that just, like, flop around. Yeah, but with a more fuzzy head and very blue. Although oh, there's yeah. a pink one. And, like, there was a pink one. Teeth. There's a pink yeah, one. And teeth. Yeah. yeah Hugget. Hugget. Yeah, he kind of reminds <laughs> me of, I don't of, know if like, that's the name. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I made that I up. hope so. <laughs> yeah, he kind of reminds me of, like, fuzzy blue Gumby, but the sock puppets are definitely a close second yeah 100 percent with those sock ones or huggy and snuggly hey oh so where we I, so okay david you're you're clearly reading some uh dev stuff so is that the actual names or are you just making no that up? i made that up too oh that was you got me <laughs> i just <laughs> i just thought you of something s- that could like it's like the op not the opposite but like a companion to huggy you I just said it so confidently i thought you were looking it up <laughs> <laughs> well, because it was better than Hugget. Like, I was excited that I came up with something better than Hugget. No, I love Hugget. I'm here for Hugget. It's like Bowsette. Like, I 100% am yeah, here for Bowsette. I could see you know that. What I, mean? I don't know. Well, he, that's the, that's like, that's the lazy thing to do, though, is you just slap et at the end of the girl version. That's, it's, it's, it's not necessarily, it's, it's lazy, but that's part of the comedy behind it. You know what I mean? Like, I suppose. You're, you're laughing at how stupid and garbage it's like roberta you know what i mean like we're just putting an a at the end of a male name you know what i mean okay uh, not fair. to say that that's a bad name i'm just using it as an example all right I mean, if they wanted me. to go really dumb they could go like huggy and get away and that's your <laughs> that's your because they're opposite shit oh okay yes see <laughs> yeah because i'm sure that's how that works and all they right. both end in e Hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, is, is there anything else you want to mention about the presentation before we move on? Mm, I mean, graphically, the game looks really nice. They've it done does. a good job. They've done a good job with their um, 
like modeling and materials, like everything looks. The game runs pretty good too. There's some camera issues. I think they have the, we were playing it on the, the highest setting and most of the time it runs really fine. But anytime you move the camera really quick, I think it cranks the motion blur samples up too high and it like hitches. Yeah. Which we'll, but other we'll than that, into, we'll the game that runs. Yeah, it, it runs really well, even at the highest uh, settings. Yeah, I, I will say like the it it's goofy, but yeah, again, those graphics are like really good. They feel good with the atmosphere and the toys and everything like that. The one thing I will say, and I hit my my microphone. The one thing I will say is that um, there's a couple parts that felt like it was not necessarily too long, like the putting the toy together thing. It was kind of cool seeing like how the eggs are made or whatever behind the scenes, but it was, that was just a little. It was just a little bit too like. Yeah, all right, just get they could have the sped that up, especially because it didn't like either either speed it up or give me something. To have do. some sort of not something to do, but have some sort of like uh, sound design, like the pipes rattling or something, like stuff debris falling from the ceiling, like something's crawling oh, around yeah, up there yeah. to make to make the slowness feel more tense instead of just sitting there waiting yeah. for the toy to pop out. It's, it's a lot like fair. alien alien where like, you know, there's always something happening in the sounds. Even if you're oh, yeah. doing nothing, even there's something happening. Even if the xenomorph's not there, you hear it. Yeah. I love it. It's so good. That that's, I agree. Like there were a couple like sound cues during that part, but like nothing truly like remarkable. You're literally just watching the toy being put together and it was kind of slow, but that was, that's my only real like, it was a cute toy, though. It was, it was. worth the wait. <laughs> <laughs> worth the wait. I do wait. want to mention my favorite part about the presentation of this game before we move on. All right. Uh, the little posters that you would see around your job that you hate. Yeah. And they're all cute and fancy, and I loved them. <laughs> I, well, I love the fact that they had messaging on them that were, like, kind of shitty at the same time. They were, like, yeah. positive posters, yeah. but, at the, like, if you read too close, they were kind of shitty, like, the break one. It's like, always make sure to take your break. Any break longer than 10 minutes is not allowed. And I was like, oh, Right. Damn. It was a, a perfect example of life as a working person in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The working class would, would uh, yes. really understand this. Uh, well, all right, that's it. Then we're going to talk about uh, the gameplay next of Poppy Playtime. Not Playhouse, Playtime. See, I got it. All right. Uh, and break down some of the mechanics of the game. Coming up next. Did you know you could watch the full 30-minute playthrough of this game on our YouTube channel? Yep, you can watch the struggles, delights, and everything in between and create your own opinion before spending your money or precious time on a game. Simply search The Chestery on YouTube to find the first 30 playlist. That's the C-H-E-S-T-E-R-Y. Welcome back, everyone, to the First 30 Video Game Reviews Podcast. Now, we're going to bring into the gameplay. We're going to talk about some of the bread, the butter, the beautiful meat taters, all of it. Even though David hates mashed potatoes and we hate him for it, but we're not going to get into that again. Well, we can meat and potatoes is like we can do baked potato. We can do like fried yeah, great uh, diced I mean, potatoes. You know, like a nice roasted garlic mashed potato though that goes great with every meat. So yeah. I, I Maybe don't. like the box mashed potatoes. All right, we're moving no. on. I can't do this. I can't do this right now. I don't have the strength. <laughs> I don't have the energy. It's late. <laughs> this has to go up in the morning. <laughs> um, so the gameplay, let's, let's start with the most obvious and most interesting part of the game, which I kind of liked, but there were some 
I would I would say there might have been some issues, and we'll talk about that in a second. But the the hands, let's talk about the hands a little yeah. bit. Let's uh, talk about those hands. Okay, let's do it. Go for it. Start talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the hands are actually a pretty interesting mechanic. Um, the one thing that is immediately off about them is that they don't seem they don't seem to immediately go to wherever you're looking. Like you have a reticle on the screen. Yeah. And instead of both hands, which I guess kind of makes sense, just like gameplay wise, it's a little bit frustrating. The left hand will hit something slightly to the left of the reticle and the right hand will hit something slightly to the right of the reticle. So if you're, if you've got your targeting on an object and you throw your hand out, there's a good chance it's not going to hit it. Yeah. And you actually have to look slightly to the other side of it in order for the hand model to actually touch gotcha. what you're trying to grab. Which they could just fix by having a split reticle where each hand is going to hit. I don't know why they have just one in the center. That's fair. Uh, for those who don't understand what we're talking about, we, we have these like hands. There's a red and blue hand. and Each hand uh, can like be like thrown out and grab at things. And then you can like, pull them back and do all these different things. And they also... Uh, take a current so like you can like hold on to an electrical thing and you have to feed it through like all these tesla coils and then like complete a a circuit essentially with your hands and and that seems to be the most average uh puzzle at least in the first chapter there might be more types of puzzles in the future chapters. yeah i'm sure they'll introduce different mechanics yeah but um, different chapters but yeah so that's like the hand so that's a very it's, it's a very unique kind of thing i've not seen I mean, I'm like, we've seen kind of like weird uh, grabby things, but I like the fact that you have to use the hands as like electrical circuits to kind of get through it. Great. I don't really understand like why that just happens to be in this uh, this toy factory um, and why. Well, it's, a, it's a product they make. It's a it was a one of their toys like that. Yeah. This thing, this like grabby hand thing, backpack. It just happens to hold the current. Well, I mean, this doesn't seem like the most safe <laughs> toy factory. Who yeah. knows what they were getting up to? Right, it's the fair. aperture science of toys. Well, I, I actually think based on the little video, the training video that they showed you, I think it was meant for employees at the factory. Oh, so it's less of a toy and more of like, oh. a, uh, like a worker thing. Yeah, You're right. It's just because on it was brand. a training video where you ripped your friend's head off if you did it wrong. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was oh, yeah, more don't of a grab training. Employees. It was more of a training, less of toys. That's that's very true. Because we only saw that there is only one in there, so that would make sense that it would only be for the employees. Um, but yeah, like so, most of the puzzles, at least in this game, seem to be like, uh, you know, hit the your hands at the same time, or there's only one blue hand, there's only one red hand, or like you have to complete a circuit. And one of them did take us longer than we thought. And it looked like David was struggling because he kept like, did it, wh- what were you? What was wrong? So, in one of the circuits, you kept like trying to throw your hand out, but it kept like not going. What was going on there? Well, yeah, that that goes back to the problem of it not going where you're looking. So, especially with because the the way the puzzle was set up, that first powered electrical junction, the like breaker door was open. Yeah. So you could only get it from like the front. You couldn't like cheese it by standing on the other side and like grabbing the power and then just grabbing the the one you were supposed to connect to. Okay. But the issue with that is, is when you're standing in front of it, if you're not dead, like center in front of the thing, like if you're, if I, if you were standing on the catwalk, cause I was still attached to the other side, if you're standing on the catwalk slightly, 
the little door flap that's just slightly blocking the opening to the panel will not allow the hand to touch it. Got it. So, okay. So it's because of the... So you have to, you have to, even though it looks like, you know, you have your little target on the box, if the physical model of the hand is unable to clear the distance, it'll just not touch it. Gotcha. All right. That makes sense. I, I don't know if I love that or hate that. I think I I love it for the fact that it adds an extra challenge to it. Like it's like they should I they they need to they should fix it one way or the other. Either the hands should grab to where the reticle is pointing currently, or they need to fix the reticle to show you where the hands are going to grab. I don't think do one should, of those two things. I don't think it should do the first one. The only reason I say that is because sometimes you shoot the hands at the same time, and like you, I don't think you'd want them to go to the same area. Right. So it's, I feel like you'd probably want the second option where they have like, you know, the reticles are slightly to the left and slightly to the right. And then that way, you know, where they're going to hit, like at least each one. I think that one makes a bit more sense personally. I mean, sure. They should fix it that way. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's just me thinking out loud. I don't know. I'm not a game developer. Don't listen to me, but that's just a thought. Just a thought um, that we had. Free thought. Yeah. Free thought. Yeah. Here, you can have that thought, devs. Mob, mob games. It's all, that's for you. Um, <laughs> that's you. <laughs> but there's one thing that we did avoid in this game, and that's the collectibles. We missed at least two that we know of. Throughout the game, there are uh, several opportunities to find these like uh, videotapes, uh, VHS, um, old school movies that for those kids that don't know uh, what VHS is. Um, <laughs> and we're supposed to find like, you know, the uh, coordinating color to the vcr which is what plays vhs tapes children um and then like it plays like a little video and stuff like that we only found two of those which is kind of a bummer because i'm sure we would have got something really cool or maybe there was like an added like storyline we would have learned or something yeah i'm sure they were just like lore tapes yeah which is fine which is fine you know we're not but finding well, all conf- the tapes stopped you from unleashing satan at the end of the game we'll never know yeah <laughs> maybe it told us how to do it safely yeah i don't know yeah. we didn't find them or it was just like don't don't do that uh, but what might uh what might confuse some of the young children playing this game for the first time uh back in the day vhs tapes were not uh one per player so you could play any VHS tape <laughs> in any VHS That's player. Fair. You weren't locked into some this some weird color coding scheme that this game uses. Hey, to be fair, that's, th- that's fair. But would you prefer to have to backtrack all the way back to the beginning to the play first tapes one? every time? I mean, why wouldn't they just why wouldn't they just have a, a regular player? I like I just I don't know why they're color coded. They could have just had a video player in the room where you would find a videotape. I, have a I guess theory. that's fair, but it also lets you know that the tapes exist. You know. I, well, I, that too, but I was going to say, I also have a theory that it's just for children who don't know what those things are. They're like, oh, green to green, that I can figure out. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. You know, that that's absolutely good. fair. Like you it. know what I mean? If someone looks at this and is like, I don't know what this is, and they're like, oh, it's green, it matches this green, I mean, at least I would have been able to figure that out. <laughs> that, that's it, it fair, It fits yeah. with what they've set forth, because like the first puzzle was the color code puzzle. And, to like, be fair, that was actually... follows that. I would say it was difficult, but it wasn't like easy. Like if you're like, I, I mean, I don't. This isn't a game for kids by far. Like it's, it seems kind of a, I don't want to say grotesque, but there's like, there's an element of horror here that I don't think kids would, would 
hold well at night at least um but like it's not that first puzzle was actually pretty tough because like you had to like look around at a ton of freaking colors going out here and the the option was the train above you that just moving around i guess the only indicator is that it was the only thing moving plus the only thing that had sound um i'm pretty sure there was only five colors at all in that whole section there was a red blue green and that pink on the train that that was the only spot yeah, where there was pink yeah i guess so yeah that train the way the train set up is kind of weird though because there's you have the engine you have the engine to the back which was the set of colors but then the the pattern on the actual rail cars were pointing from back to front oh. so instead of so i mean like one could potentially go okay the arrows are pointing the colors this way this is the order of the colors instead of going engine to back which yeah is how the train like moves to be fair but... I, we never decided we never discovered if the colors mattered in order like we didn't it's true it, what, did we decide whether it was that yeah that's sequence? fair it could too. just be you just had to that... get the right four the right four colors yeah that's a fair point because yeah, it also didn't tell you how many colors you needed because at first we were like doing three i think or no we did four at first or what did we do no there? i did i did three at first because the RGB. it was an rgb joke uh, oh that's right that's right that's right uh we did an rgb at first and then tim said no it's four which was correct but he pulled that <laughs> out of his ass he did there's no indicator that it would have been four other saying, than, you know if it's not three it's four every time <laughs> You could have you could have had to push all of the buttons in a specific order. You didn't know that. It's fair. That would have been a pain in the <laughs> ass for a first puzzle. Literally, it's not even just the first puzzle. It's literally the only way you can get to the next room. To progress, yeah. <laughs> to progress. That game time. Yeah, you literally start in this room. So, like, that would have been a horrific first puzzle to, ha- to have to press all of them. Because there's nine colors on there. And understand the sequence. Ugh. But, uh, speaking of sequence... Let's talk about the chase sequence, which I think was the best part of this game. Personally, I think it all led up to this very intense horror moment where you were being chased down by none other than Huggy himself, the the, the fuzzy Gumby. All right. And uh, That's right. I, 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 I actually really I screamed every time because David did die <laughs> every time. <laughs> yeah, he came out. I screamed. Um, David, take us through that, that chase sequence a little bit. So this is immediately after you, we solved the really slow build a toy puzzle. Yeah. You open the door with the toy and you go to walk out and then the door immediately opens and then it's like 12 foot stuffed animal is just in your face immediately. So you spin around and you start running towards the conveyor belt door that just opened. How 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 did you know to go there? Because I didn't I would have probably panicked and we would have died right then and there. The so the that end of the pipe yeah. is where you picked up the toy. You just happened to go there. And way. the little like it had a siren light above it that wasn't on got it when we picked up the toy so when i turned around and saw it flashing i knew that's where we had to go got it because you went so you dive right there and i was like i would have never guessed i would i would have ran (laughs) the opposite would have been panicking for Uh, yeah we've been running in circles for a good hot minute before i found that door i tell you that (laughs) until you died um so i died you dive inside the the conveyor and you're like navigating the conveyor belt terrain and you have to like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then sometimes the huggy would appear in front of you, or there was that one where like the door slams down 
and you're like you're literally stuck you can't do anything and you're just like watching the doll come at you and then the doors open up at the last minute oh scary and then it was uh, scary david terrifying in fact yeah (laughs) you drop you drop down and then you have to pull you have to pull this large box onto the catwalk to destroy it and then he falls to his death well he falls he falls i'm not gonna say to his death he'll probably show up he did bleed he did bleed though, which was yeah, a nice was little, weird. a little addition because we we all were like, oh my god, he bleeds blood, like not anything, <laughs> uh, not like oil. It was red blood. It was blood, yeah. So I mean, but was... yeah, no the 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 whole chase sequence is definitely where you feel the tight FOV the most. Yeah, because when you're going through these corridors, you're like run, 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 and like immediately by the time you're up against something like it's already out of your field of view so like you hit a wall and you turn one way there's nothing there you turn the other way and you have to be like looking 90 degrees both way in order to see the next path and it's, it would be easier it would it would have been better especially it, while getting chased to have a slightly wider field of view so that you could see the path that's coming up yeah. longer and have more time to react to it hundred percent. Because there was a couple times where I'm like, I don't even know how you knew to go that way. <laughs> there was like one point in particular where like you had one to of the go last back. ones. Yeah, you had to like take a step back and then turn or something. Yeah, you. Yeah, because there's like a there's a, a short section that you have to go back in order to turn into it. You like you could barely see that while you're running up on it. Yeah. There's the one like the last path divergent where you have to crouch low to get underneath the thing. Yeah. And like. While you're running, your little hands are blocking. Like, they completely block that path. <laughs> you you're can right. barely see what's going on. And, like, you turn to look at it, and it's, like, the very bottom of your screen is, like, oh, that looks like I, there's something there I can crawl under. Yeah. It, it was... We died a couple times doing that just because of, of the, it being kind of difficult to figure out... Like, or not figure out, but, like, see where to go next. Like, you're always just, like... The only reason I think we got it so easily the last times because by then we knew we knew the path right yeah we knew exactly a bunch of times that tight fovs are necessarily a problem but in this case since you have so little time to actually react i will agree that it's an issue i'd have to play it for myself to get a feel for it and decide whether it's a complaint for me or not but plus the the hands take up a quite a bit of real estate especially on the edges when it's already really tight i think because presumably you're not going to be doing any puzzle solving while getting chased. I almost feel like you should put the hands away. You can't yeah. take you can't well, take it off them. your back and leave it outside. You're gonna need it to solve puzzles. Well you could I don't know, they can have it just be like turn it down. Yeah, maybe just, just have the arms tips. point down or something. Yeah. I guess. I mean that wasn't in the design. <laughs> so yeah. Well, yes. Well, you did say that the devs change the design. The devs were looking into cha- uh, updating the field of view or fixing it a bit. Yeah, so the the field of view obviously was a a pretty big I don't want to say complaint, but people were certainly asking about it in the Steam forums and like the dev was right on top of it. He's like, "Okay, you know, like hey, we're looking into this. We're going to pat we're going to fix that." Yeah. I mean, honestly, the field of view only needs a change for that last little bit. Like it it didn't hinder anything else throughout the entire game. It was yeah, just that change. I like sequence. a claustrophobic feel. I do. Yeah. And like I feel like it adds to the panic level when you are trying to f- frantically figure out what the fuck is going on and where you need to go. You know, or you know so what they that's could do. why it doesn't bug me as much. You know what they could do is do the old, uh, your FOV widens when you're running. <gasps> oh, and that yeah, way, why are you yeah, just yeah, walking yeah, around? It's enough. really tight in. Yeah, I, I, I don't mind that. 
like yeah if you, as long as you're running the field of view just like kind of opens a bit like or like expands yeah, yeah. or if you have shift or something that'd be uh, great that would be a little bit better all right well yeah uh, if you guys want to play this game it is available right now the only the first chapter again we don't know when the rest of the chapters will release uh, and we don't know how many chapters there will be but if you want to play this game it is 4.99 available on steam it's a pretty good game it's about i would say it's about a 30 minute run so you you'd get like a good i don't know if you think that's worth the five dollars uh i mean that's arguable so <laughs> yeah well the problem is the problem is that like I don't think this is worth five dollars. Yeah, I think this should have done like Bendy did, where like the first chapter is almost a demo, like a free. Yeah. Hey, check out this game we're working Get on. You hooked. But not only is this five dollars, but then each chapter that comes after is going to be five dollars, and depending on how many chapters they do, uh, I really don't see this game being worth that amount of investment. Uh, I guess it depends. I mean, like I said, Bendy was five chapters, so even if they did that, because like if they just bucks. do if they just do three chapters, it's yeah. a fifteen dollar game. I think that's fair. All right, but if they do five or even more chapters, that's going to add up real quick. Like if this ends up being a thirty five dollar game, it's not worth it. You know, it's probably gonna to play happen. the whole thing. I mean. Bendy did this too, where like now you you can only buy the game complete, like you can't buy it chapter by chapter. So after what you're it's done? Yeah. So you, what you're saying is you should probably wait till after all the chapters are done and then maybe play it. We get the discount. Yes. Uh, maybe pick up the second one just to kind of see where this is headed. Yeah. So like a ten dollar early access type yeah. thing. I think that's okay. Um, if the second chapter doesn't grab you, or if the second chapter just really feels like more of the same. Even if you like it, I would wait until a complete edition comes out. All right, that's a that's a fair assumption right there. Tim, any rebuttal <laughs> on that one? No. Uh, yeah, you usually have a I fight mean, with David. You know, my my <laughs> thing is, you know, if you, I feel like we're kind of getting into final say territory for we're supposed know, to be there. I'll, I'll but wait, um, we'll yeah, next. my 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 <laughs> only thing with that, talking like, about them dollar if, if you enjoy the game, absolutely, it's worth five dollars in my opinion. Um, and if you enjoy each chapter upcoming i would i would invest five dollars easy right. like you know it's five bucks uh 30 minutes of gameplay that's pretty standard i would say for five dollars and it's pretty nice looking game for five dollars and there was a decent amount going on here so i don't think it's that bad all right well like tim said we're, we're heading into final say territory so let's get there so we'll come up next with our final say Thanks for listening to the First 30 Podcast, part of the Chestery. For more opinions, reviews, clips, and shenanigans, make sure to follow us on social media. Find us on TikTok and Instagram at The Chestery or on Twitter at Chestery Games. Welcome back, everyone, to the First 30 Video Game Reviews Podcast. Now it's time. It is time for the final say. And since David played the game, he will be going last. Um, Tim? All right. Play time. Will you continue? Um, you know, honestly, um, it, it looks based on what I've seen. I, I thought this was an atmospheric gem. Uh, it did a really good job building the atmosphere and, uh, I would like to see where it goes from here. So I would have no issue investing another $5 into this game. So would I continue? I mean, yes, I would probably buy this for myself because I'm interested in seeing what was on those other two tapes that we missed. 
and that <laughs> alone <laughs> is worth five dollars to me um but would i invest an additional five dollars absolutely like if the second chapter was absolute shit then i'm not gonna invest that next five dollars unless someone tells me that the next chapter is amazing but like for five dollars a pop i mean there's no reason not to continue all right all right now moving on it's my final say poppy playtime will i continue uh yeah um I'm No you won't. I I will. I, I You're going to be you'd be way too scared to play this I game. I played Bendy. I beat all the chapters of Bendy. All right, fair. <laughs> <laughs> this I I this game is scary, but it's not so terrifying to where I don't think I could at least beat it. And I I like the fact that they're in chapters and play them as they come out. And I think for me personally, <laughs> take a break. That is yeah, that's that's a benefit to me because the problem I have is like Sometimes I get uh, a, a, into a game and then I realize how much more game there is. And I'm like, I don't know if I could take this. <laughs> and then I don't play it. And I'm, like, I'm actually having that. I'm having that exact problem with Outlast 2. Oh, really? See, that's my point. Like, so there's a lot of games where it's just like, I like the fact that like, one, I get this chapter. It's like, okay, I'll enjoy this, play it. And then, you know, however long time goes by before the next chapter, it's a reminder that the chapter comes out. So I won't forget about the game. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll play this. Play the next chapter if I enjoy it. It's kind of like one of those things is like I'm rewarding the dev the devs for doing a good job and continually gooding, doing a good job. Right. I kind of like that part of the chapter base. The thing that I don't like is what David was saying earlier is like, you know, there's 10 chapters, you know, 20 chapters maybe. You know, we're getting into some high money territory here. You know, that is a little irky. But um but yeah, I I think I would continue this game. It, it it seems like fun. I feel like a lot of I mean, if even if they could just say, "Hey, we plan on doing this many chapters," like that would alleviate a lot of my concerns about how long they're going to milk this out for. Yeah, I mean, I have a feeling it's going to be five. It, it, they can just... milk it as long as they want if they keep giving <laughs> quality content. If it's only five dollars a pop, it ain't like it's gonna be every week. They're giving me a new chapter. I mean, like you know, that, if it's that, every few yeah, months, okay, five arguably, months. That's like, fair. And arguably, most DLC, like for any game in general, it's about five bucks or more. You know what I mean? So like, I don't, I don't feel like it's too outrageous. But all right, David. I, I suppose we, that's fair. <laughs> I like your yawn talk. Um, <laughs> all right, David, it's your turn. You played the game. Will you continue? I did. Um, you know, yeah, I'll probably continue this. Yeah? We'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, I'm certainly interested to see how much they're going to expand on the gameplay. If it's just this wire puzzle over and over again, I'm out. Yeah. Like they, can, they need to do something else. Okay. Uh, maybe introduce a new obstacle into that wire puzzle or have something else to do with the hands. Maybe some, like, box shifting where you need to, like, place them in order to clear a path to the room or something. Don't know. Don't know what they're working on. They need to do something else because if it's just this wire puzzle and then getting chased at the end of every chapter, no, I, I will set it down. But uh, <laughs> I, I, whenever chapter two comes out, I will probably take a look at it. All right. You know, it's going to be I'll... satanic wire puzzles. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. One thing I kind of hope they It just do... changed the color to red. 
Yeah. One thing I kind of hope they do is kind of play off that red blue a bit more because one hand's red, one hand's blue. A lot like Portal where, you know, the orange blue kind of mechanic where it's like you have to make sure you line things up. I kind of hope they involve that where like you have to do this with the red hand and then you have to do this other thing with the blue hand and it's kind of that kind of puzzle instead of being like this weird wire thing all the time. I think that would be much more interesting then, yeah, like you said, constantly doing the same, like, type of puzzle over and over again. Um, but we'll see. I guess, like, he's, I, I'll agree or with even you if they intro, Even if they introduced, like, polarity into the wire puzzle so that, like, this end was blue and you had to use the oh. blue hand in order to do that. I mean, it, right now, that doesn't really seem like it makes much of a difference because the difference between being on the left and right side right now doesn't seem like it matters but i could see them introducing a a way to like route the wire where you needed to be aware of which direction you were facing yeah that would be actually really cool but i guess we'll see what happens in chapter two and again if you want to play this game it is on steam um so you can go ahead and play that and don't forget if you want to watch the video go to the chester youtube channel it will be on there um along with all our first 30 content and we're going to continue the spooktacular uh, gameplay footage um, that is just continuing all of October. So you can watch a lot of horror, a lot of Halloween based. We just did a Minecraft. That's right. A, a Minecraft stalker video, which is by far one of the coolest Minecraft things that I've ever done. So I'll say that much. So go over there. It was pretty fun. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool. So go over to the Chester YouTube channel and check that out over there. So for myself, Chad Callahan, Tim Harris and David Marino, we will see you next time. And goodbye.